Yo, yo, and welcome to the Professor Jones and the Digs podcast. My name is Dave Jones, and I am the Professor. My name is Danny Jones, and I am the Digs. Professor Jones is a podcast dedicated to the art of film and cinema. Every month, we choose a certain theme and pick three movies within that theme. Every week, we break down one of those movies for our movie of the week. But this week is a special week, a scary week, if you will, because we are breaking down the film It. Ah! That's right. It is almost October, and it will be October when you're listening to this. And we are starting off October with three scary movies, so we thought that we would talk It to start off that great month. Dang, was that like kind of a um, thriller? Yeah, I I don't know what I was doing. I was going for something scary. I hope that when people are listening to this, that laugh that they just heard, they literally are sitting there and they're like, whoa, that was, you know, I hope they're like, whoa, that was scary. <laughs> you know, that's kind of what I-, I looked behind me just to double check. I just did too. <laughs> Do the double yeah. take. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited to talk about it. I actually just saw it last night. So, Ooh, so um, you're fresh. Pretty, I'm, I'm fresh And it's on fresh. It. Um, but- so, you know. And it's certified fresh, Rotten Tomatoes, baby. <laughs> but since uh, since it is the the start of a new month, uh, I thought instead of talking about anything that we thought of this week um, for the Brodown, we might as well just talk scary movies and what our general feelings on scary movies are. So, uh, what what do you think about scary movies? Is it some are they something that you love? Something you don't like? Do you try to watch mm-hmm. scary movies? Because a lot of people are, I mean, I feel like scary movies uh, are a genre that some people are so into. Yeah, it definitely they just, it has they its love fan scary base. Scary movies. Yeah, it definitely has its fan base for sure. I uh, scary movies for me is really not something I've ever wanted to dabble in too much. Before this movie, I don't think I had ever really gone to the theaters to see a scary movie. Besides, I think randomly I went and saw Final Destination three, um, which was dumb. And then, uh, well, I shouldn't say dumb. I mean, it had its moments. <laughs> but uh, I didn't see any of the paranormal activities in theaters, but those scared the crap out of me. Um, you know, Wait, which one was Final Destination 3? That was the roller coaster one. Oh, man, that one is pretty good, though. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, the second one, see, the first and second one really aren't that, like, the first one's incredible. The second one with the logs on the truck and stuff, all that, like the big traffic accident that it has, and they they reference the flight, whatever two seventeen is it ten seventeen? No, it's not. No, 10, okay, 17. couldn't be. <laughs> so just to give everybody a little bit of insight there, me and my brother and I think our sister Katie see the number and Jimmy 10, Swain and Jimmy Swain now. It's something that mm-hmm. catches on. I've been seeing the number ten seventeen almost every day since I can remember. The earliest I can remember is like my sophomore year of high school. Um, There's been days that I've seen it two, three times. Sometimes there's been a clock that like maybe the power went out and it's blinking at like three o'clock in the afternoon, but it'll be 1017. It's in movies in weird places. It's strange. Back to scary movies. Um, Yeah, I've never really been into the really gruesome ones. Uh, I did like the Final Destination movies. But uh, like the Saw movies and Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Hills Have Eyes, anything that's like super disgusting and over the top gory and bloody, uh, really just like hostile. Those movies oh, really man. scare me. I thought Saw 1, like Saw, the original, was good. 
That's because Saw is actually a good movie. Like, the plot behind the original Saw is a really good flick. Danny Glover. Love it. Carrie Ells. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, it's not as, uh, it's not as crazy as the, you know, as soon as Saw 2 came out and they started just pumping them out, it's like, how crazy can we get with these death scenes? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, okay, come on. You're really pushing the boundaries here. Yeah. We get it. There's a big fan base that loves it, but. For the rest of us, we're just like, I don't, I never wanted to th- even think about that for my entire life. Yeah. I never wanted to know that something like that could happen. Did you see, oh, was, when you went to It, was there the trailer for the new Jigsaw movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. It's just, it's so arrogant how, like, how they know that that movie's going to do well. You know I what know. I mean? Like, the trailer yeah. just seemed so just overly confident. And I'm like, uh-huh. gosh. And because you watch Did it they- and you're like, gosh, that looks good. You know, it's like I for some reason I want to see it, but I yeah, know that for some reason it's just there's yeah. a there's an interest in it, and it, it's so messed you know up that because that all might it, pop up in your life. I know, and it's <laughs> the thing is, is that it's those those movies are just so successful because they show people getting killed in the most grotesque and disgusting ways, and oh, man, it's just so bizarre that like we as a society condone that and enjoy that for some reason. I mean, I know something that, that something that it made me think of, uh, you know, with scary movies and especially like the Saw movies or the Hostel movies is, um, you know, if you go back 2000 years, people are sitting in the Roman Coliseum um, watching people being fed to lions or people being crucified yeah. and watching yeah. people die in cruel and unusual ways. And there's there, it piques people's curiosity. It piques, you know, there's a fascination with it. And it's so funny how society hasn't changed, you know? It really hasn't. It's like, yeah, now we're just watching fake. Yeah, yeah. We just, know, we, fake people we die, watch expensive but... pretending, you know? We, we just uh-huh. watch people get killed in grotesque and disgusting ways because we think it's all right because it didn't actually happen. You, you know what yeah. I mean? So, I mean, and I'm not saying that I don't, I don't enjoy watching scary movies and heck, man, I, I liked Final Destination. I liked the first Saw. It's just, it's something that got, I thought Final of. Final Destination 1 is good. Dude, I, I, I mean, I Devin like, Sawa, yeah. Sean William Scott, I like that movie. Yeah. And I think that I like the second one a lot just because I was so young when it came out that yeah, I, Yeah, me too. Uh, in total, it's funny, I mean. Why did I see that movie when I was so young? <laughs> yeah, why were we watching? I was watching that when I was like eight years old. Mom and Dad, like, where were why you? In the world? Where were you when we the suddenly scary, had those the movies? First scary movie, the first scary movie I ever saw was I Know What You Did Last Summer 2. Oh my gosh, that's one where the where that dude gets the uh, the hook through the neck. That's what I'm saying. Oh, man, that hey, was that scared me so much. Real preface: we're uh, we're talking scary movies, so uh, if you don't want to hear about cruel and unusual ways to die, uh, this might not be the podcast for you because that's just that's the topic at hand, and a lot of that happens. If you don't want to hear a hook going through a guy's neck, you might want to <laughs> tune out because <laughs> we're talking scary movies and we're talking about it, and there's going to be a big one yeah. that I'm going to get to. This is is a scary pretty, one, I'll tell you. Quick. You might want to get under the sheets for this podcast because we are going to scare the willies scare out of you. I tell willies. you right now. So what's what's the what's the scariest movie that you've ever seen, though? In your in your opinion, um, <laughs> you keep looking behind you during this entire podcast. We do this with FaceTime, <laughs> and David keeps looking behind him, and it's kind of scaring me now that we're talking. I'm like, gosh, dude, actually, what is going I'm on over there? I'm actually looking at the garage band on my computer to make sure it's picking up my voice well enough. But, oh, okay. yeah, I could see how that would be somewhat scary. <laughs> is everything okay? Uh, so I have a few... Uh... <laughs> Stop that. 
<laughs> I have a I have a few different favorite scary movies. I'd probably say the movies that scared me the most are the Paranormal Activity movies because um, I am more afraid of things that I can't see. You know, I that that seems more realistic to me. It's like a ghost or like a demon or something like that that you can't see in the is there that is that scares me. Like I've seen the movies about the kidnappers, I've seen the movies about torture or some messed up freak. I don't think Leatherhead is going to walk through my door tonight. You know, I don't think or what is it, Leatherface or whatever. I don't think that the scream killer is going to be there. But I don't think that George ghost Clooney, in my George Clooney and uh John Krasinski from Leatherheads are going to pop through my door. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is a a good reference, and I'm happy about that one. So, yeah, but you know, a ghost in my bedroom—that's something that's, you know, that's something that's feasible to me, and that I I just don't like to think about. I'm not too scared of the spiders. Um, giant spiders, you know, stomping on my apartment, but I am scared of, uh, a ghost, you know, take it off my socks while I'm sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's kind of like a funny, like, that's a difference between men and women. Cause I feel like all girls, um, throw like, I'm not afraid of, you know, like anything, you know, like ghosts or like monsters or anything like that. They're afraid of like a guy breaking into the house and abducting yeah. them or something like that. And as a dude, like, I mean, yeah, sure. If some dude broke into my house, I would be like, what? You know, I would probably be yeah. terrified, but I also have a bat. <laughs> you look at him and go, what? <laughs> <laughs> but I also have a bat in my house yeah. and it's just like, well, you know, like a flying bat. I just keep it on hand just in case. <laughs> <laughs> go Jeffrey's. <laughs> <laughs> Some dude comes in, I just run and open up a cupboard in my house so fast. <laughs> Luckily, I had all those bats. Oh, but I have a small, like, mini bat, and so it's like, you know, I can defend myself against a dude. I mean, probably you not very well. Have... I'm not a big guy. I might not be successful at it, but there's a good chance that I, I could defend myself. Now, if an invisible demon is in my house... I know. I just don't I don't have that much uh, going for me as far as invisible demons go. There's really not much I can do against that, so... Yeah. I, he could be sitting in the corner right now, you know? That's yeah, the thing about that. Yeah, why do you keep that? looking behind me? What? What was that? What's that? What's that like shiny light in the back of your screen? <laughs> Did you hear that? What was that? Wait, stop the Uh-oh. podcast. Stop. stop. <laughs> Wait, shh, shh, shh. What was that? No, okay, so the thing is, I have a black cat. His name is Floki. Cutest little bugger around, and I hear that cats are good at fending off spirits and things. So he makes me feel a little better. Should we get him on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> He's but, all, yeah, I've killed six demons in this house. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of demons in this house. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of demons. <laughs> yeah, this guy has a lot of demons. In no, it's funny, that um, you, it's funny that, like, God, yet again, we always, I feel like we don't talk about this stuff and we still have the same viewpoints because paranormal activity is one of those movies that terrified me way more than any other movie. I honestly. know. Cause yeah. it was so scary. I was, I was on a date at the time and the first time I saw paranormal activity, call me jeepers. Every time I get a text, my phone falls down. 
<laughs> I see now that this is a scary podcast, so I'm getting scared here. I know. My oh heart my just gosh. jumped. Your phone falls down. I'm like, oh my gosh. Um, what happened? But uh I, I was I was with a girl at the time, and she fell asleep during paranormal activity uh, about, like, 35 minutes in. And so right, right when everything starts going down. And so I was just by myself, you know, and she's just sleeping. And I'm so scared. I was just like, did you wake up? I'm really scared. <laughs> hey, sorry. Can you wake hey, up? So, sorry, can you wake up? I'm horrified right now. <laughs> Oh man, that stinks. Yeah. Yeah, so those are- I'll never forget watching that because I didn't volunteer to watch it by myself, but I ended up having to. So Yeah, so those are the scariest, you know. Also, I really like the Scream uh Scream franchise. Scream I think is good. Most of those movies are really good. Scream 1 uh classic. And then I think what was it? Scream 3 was good and Scream 4 was actually really good. Was that Reason Panettiere? One? Yeah, that was the fourth one. <clears throat> and I actually really liked that one. No, me too. Yeah. Not because, you know, well, <laughs> I mean, it's just a good, it's a good movie. Well, my, <laughs> my scariest one of all time has to go to, uh, Ernest Scared Stupid. That movie's freaking Gosh. horrifying, dude. Dude, it actually is horrifying. It is though. so scary, dude. I mean, it's funny watching it as an adult because it isn't that scary, but I mean, it's marketed towards children. And even now, that troll gives me the willies. You know, it's when just... she yeah, when she's sleeping in her bed, she checks under her bed. Yeah, okay. And then here. lays Let's back. Paint the, paint the scene. So yeah, the little girl you. says goodnight to her mom, and then she lays down in bed, and she kind of gets a little bit creeped out, and so she kind of walks around the room, checks everything's okay, lays back down, hears something, and then she looks under the bed to make sure that there's nothing under the bed. Looks there, coast is clear, sigh of relief. And then it goes back up to the bed, turns around, and there's a troll laying in the bed next to her. Oh, my gosh. And it laughs, this horrible, scary laugh, and the music goes... Yeah, she screams, and then it cuts scene. Oh, Oh. I can't imagine anything worse than that. And the kids get turned into little wax figurines. They're like little, like, wooden statues or something. I mean, oh, man. The only way to kill them is milk. Is that really it? Yeah, yeah. They get squirt guns full of milk and they kill them. They get killed with milk. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's, that's the, I, I swear. They were milking it with that. With yeah. that, you know, with that script. I don't know. That Dare is hilarious. Dare you say it. Dairy. Oh, there you go. There I utter. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow. That is a good one. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, I want to bring up something else though. Um, something else that really I don't know, scared like, me. Part when of me is like two percent brave when I watch that movie though. Oh yeah, it's no, it's two percent. I, I just know. had to try. Oh gosh, yeah, it took me. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. Um, w- another thing I want to bring up is something that scared me when I was when I was younger. Our sister Katie knows all about this. Uh, we watched the Boy Meets World Halloween special, and I don't know why, but the janitor that walks around and he's killing everybody and he has this huge thing of keys, man, for some reason, that episode scared me so much. I couldn't sleep. That was when me and you were actually sharing a bed when we were like really young. 
Um, we slept in that huge bed, and you had to put a pool noodle in between us. Gosh, <laughs> not even bunk beds. We actually had to share a bed. We just had to share a bed. <laughs> <laughs> We're like the 1800s kids living on the farm, you know? Rich in love. Yeah. What? <laughs> That's an entourage reference. Oh, well. <laughs> well, you blew it. Don't worry about it. It's not important. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. But, yeah, that's that's all my scary movie stuff. I, you know, but then this movie, you know, It, uh, I saw the commercial for it, and it looked terrifying, but it looked good. And I was like, wow, that looks like a movie that I'm going to go see. And so I kind of made a vow to myself that I was like, I'm going to go see that movie in theaters. You know, we're going to do it. Yeah, and I think it's one of the, it was kind of like a, a pop culture thing too. I mean, it just, yeah, it was really big for this this moment of time. I, I, for some reason, everybody was just so excited to see it, the remake. And yeah. I don't really understand. I don't know why it was such a big yeah, deal. Yeah, I don't, but I don't either. It's... I don't regret it. It was well marketed campaign. Yeah, very well marketed. I'm not sure why it blew up so much, but it, well, it heck, did. you put the Stranger Things is huge. You put the kid from Stranger Things in this trailer. Finn Wolfhard. Like, oh yeah, that kid's great. We'll talk about him, but um, yeah. So you know, this was something that, and also biggest box office numbers that a horror movie's ever had. So that's yeah, it broke like scary movie records and it broke september records um so that's insane yeah i have it right here the the movie the the budget for it was 35 million dollars which is not much but i mean it's also you look at this movie and it's like yeah it didn't probably didn't cost that much to make yeah, it's not like there's yeah. anything too crazy cgi wise or anything like that um and it made worldwide it made 189 million dollars in its opening weekend Oh my god. $189 million in its opening weekend. Over a hundred million dollars domestically too. So I mean that's insane. And now at this point, and this these numbers are from I don't even think yesterday. So I'm sure that this this weekend's gonna crush it too. Um but three hundred and seventy two million so far. Oh my gosh. So dude, I mean they, they're making money hand over. Three hundred and forty million already. Yeah, it's like they, I mean, I'm sure that they spent quite a bit of money on their marketing campaign, but dude, they're making so much money off this movie. It's insane. That is outrageous. And the sequel, man. You know, they're talking Jessica mm, Chastain. They're talking... Spoilers. Oh, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Yeah, so let's 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 just give our op- let's give our general thoughts on the movie, and then cool. and then we can launch into more spoiler stuff. You go ahead. Wanna... You go ahead with opening thoughts. Well, so originally, I haven't seen the original It. I mean, I remember watching yeah. it when I was way younger. I don't remember it really at all, um, and so I went into this pretty fresh. But I definitely had the that kind of understanding that a lot of people have said this is a really good movie. Um, a lot of people have said it's really scary. So I was really excited. But I'm also not like I'm not one of those people that gets crazy into scary movies. So it's not like I had super high expectations or. Uh, a preconceived notion that this is going to be my new favorite movie. You know, it's just it's just another scary movie that is supposed to be good. So pretty cool. But man, and it 
you know, it was really scary when it needed to be. And there was a couple parts where I was, you know, I was with our brother-in-law, Kyle Backer, who's one of the biggest dudes I know. So if you want to feel safe, go to a movie with him. Um, but you put up the armrest. I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gonna curl into like, him. Kyle, can I hold your shoulder? Um, <laughs> 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 just with your brother-in-law <laughs> but uh no i mean yeah because there were some parts that got really scary but um most most of all i was i was more just impressed with with the movie as a whole uh, i know it had it had this like had this r-rated goonies type feel to it that was that was just so so good i really liked the characters and it took me a while to really like dig into the characters and really enjoy them but uh by the end of the movie the dynamic between them all was was super good there's there's a couple characters that i was a little disappointed with at, by the end of the movie um but um overall yeah i thought it had just a it had kind of a goonies stranger things um type feel to it and man or like et you know just all all yeah. those movies except for it was r-rated and kind of more realistic almost you yeah know what I mean? but then you but then you get to the the horror stuff and it's just so brutal. And you're like, oh my gosh. You know? So it's like, it's kind of this this really well-written, comedy-esque, you know, Goonies-esque adventure story. But then, yeah, it's super like, then the stuff that they're facing is like, yeah, but these kids get murdered in like terrible ways. Not really any spoilers. I mean, they, people get murdered. No, in, yeah, totally, man. It's I mean awful ways. It's like, oh my gosh. When you saw that it was gonna be remade too, I, I kinda thought to myself, in my head I was just picturing PG thirteen. And so then I heard last week that it was rated R and I didn't even know that. And man, I was I was pretty surprised because it's not like they did just like it's not like they went like, okay, let's just go R rated, you know. They went they, R-rated. They went like this movie R. was like this movie was brutal. There's some yeah. stuff that happens that it's like, "Oh my gosh, that is I awful." Know. You so, know, see that's the same here. I uh um when I went into it, I was just picturing a movie about a scary clown. Mm-hmm. You know? And I I definitely didn't expect him to talk. I hadn't seen the original, so for some reason, I didn't think that this guy talked or had a uh, personality really i was just expecting like a scary clown that was gonna like kill some people or something like that and from the gun man he has well maybe i should hold off on talking about i think my favorite scene of the movie (laughs) it probably is mine too um okay well so other than that, I mean, yeah, the the movie overall, it was just it was a very very solid solid film. Um I thought that Bill Skarsgård, the guy that played Pennywise, dude, he's incredible. Um, he killed it. I just really really enjoyed his performance. Yeah. Um very very creepy. I saw an interview with him on mm-hmm. mm, Is it maybe, Jimmy Fallon or Conan? I think it was Conan. Um yeah. in which he says that that little lip thing that he does, yeah. he has his lip kind of curved into a U and his bottom yeah. lip. And that was like something he did to scare his brother when he was little. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of his his whole family's the actors, man. Like you know his brothers in what True Blood and yeah, uh, yeah. I mean I like I like his uh I like how that's just like a, a dynamic in that family. Dad mm-hmm. just says you got to be an actor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, gosh, they were, yeah, he was, he was good. Um, and then a lot of, and, and that's, that's another thing is that this movie is heavily, heavily reliant on child actors. 
and they all come through, man. There wasn't a single one yeah. of those kids that I really didn't think pulled it off. Um, I think a couple of them weren't as great, but they also had less of a role than the others. Yeah, you know, less they of were kind of like it. in the background in the group. Um, the, uh, but the main the kids, I mean, Stanley, Stanley, Stanley Uris, that kid. Which one is that? I'm talking about. Uh, he was the one whose dad was like the priest or whatever, or the rabbi. Yeah. And, uh, I thought his character, I thought it was going to have a little bit more dynamic, but he, you know, he did, he had his moments. Yeah. And also, uh, Ben, who is kind of like the chubby kid. Um, Oh yeah. I thought that he was, I thought he was going to have more and he was somewhat of a disappointment. I was expecting from the beginning for, I was expecting him to be my favorite character. And then he's. Dude, he was great though. For he the was, scenes he was that he great. Had. I think the writing yeah. for him, it just like at the beginning, you're like, oh, I love this kid, and then yeah. nothing really happens with that character. And he kind of trails off. Yeah. So that was that was that was disappointing a little and bit. And the comedy but... duo of the century <laughs> starts up. What do you mean? Little little uh, Richie and Eddie. The kid from Stranger <sighs> Things, Finn, yeah, and, and Eddie, little Eddie. Jack Dylan Grayson. Uh, that little comedy duo was just outrageous. Yeah, they were the they were amazing. Yeah, Eddie Eddie was Eddie is probably. I mean, usually we get into this later on, but um, I think that Eddie might be my favorite character. I like, think so. Too. I, he's just a little adorable kid, hypochondriac, you know? like agoraphobic, yeah. just Reminds so afraid of, of everything. Yeah. Oh, I love that. No, um, that's gray water. <laughs> don't don't go in there. <laughs> but yeah, so so he was he was really good. But yeah, and a movie like this, I mean, it's not going to succeed unless you have good child actors. And for the most part, they were all really good. And yeah. to hold to hold the attention of you know millions of people <laughs> for, yeah, the, for two hours. I mean, they they did a really good for job. For a long horror movie. Yeah, it's as, a long As we got movie. closer to like an hour 45, I remember kind of looking at my phone being like, man, how long is this thing? What is and the time on Then it went on for on another this? half hour. 2.15. Jeez, yeah. Because there's, yeah. we'll talk about this later, yeah. but there's a point where I thought the movie was over and then it goes on for a while longer. I, it goes on for a while yeah. longer. All right, well, let's let's dig in. Let's. I think that we can kind of walk through the plot on this one because I, I really want to get into it. So if you haven't sure. seen, if you haven't seen it, then please stop listening. Um, this is a movie that I wouldn't want to ruin for anybody, and I do highly recommend seeing it. And I highly recommend seeing it in theaters because I thought it was it was a super fun theater experience and uh, it really was a really yeah. good movie to go see. Um, I've thought about going again. Yeah, no, to totally. Be honest. I, I would totally. I'll watch this movie again for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but. So the movie starts off and Bill and his younger brother, Georgie, and this is something that you and I have talked about quite a few times, is the relationship between brothers. Because we, uh-huh. you know, we slept in the same bed when, until I was probably like 10 or like 11 or something or, like that. Or, yeah, 10. Oh, gosh. Funny story, actually. Do you remember that time when I, dude, I was probably like, I was probably in eighth grade or even a freshman in high school. And yeah. we watched Signs and... um you were we were like laying in bed like we we're in bunk beds and yeah. we watched signs and we were both really scared and you're like i'm kind of scared can i come sleep with you <laughs> and i was like come on up buddy <laughs> come come on down i was so scared too. i am scared as crap and you and I too, just man. slept in the same bed because we were so afraid from sides hey man um, brothers gotta do what brothers gotta do that's right goonies never never say die that's um, right 
but anyway, um, but you and I always always focus on the relationship between brothers, and we enjoy mm-hmm. that aspect of movies just because we are close. Um, and so the beginning of this movie, I really liked watching Bill help out his younger brother Georgie to create this little little ship. You know, like you call ships a a her. You know, and all yeah. that stuff, and that was good. But man, that intro to Pennywise. Oh, well, the thing my is, so gosh. it gets kind of scary. He goes down into the basement, and then you know we've seen this scene in the trailer. He's running and he, you know, trips or, or get, it hits the sign and falls down. But uh, this is, it's honestly kind of embarrassing, man. But I found the clip on YouTube and I've probably watched that scene almost 40 times now. <laughs> what do you mean? Like the actual clip of the kid getting eaten? That, yeah. I mean, yeah, that entire scene. I've probably watched it like, I've, 30 times for sure. I've watched it. So I don't know. And that's weird. I know that's weird. It's almost like my obsession with the Joker when I first watched Dark Knight. Um, that's that's my it's my favorite scene in the movie, just because of Bill Skarsgård, man. Like his acting in that scene, the way he says things, and just like, oh man, that scene is just so brilliant to me. And then all of a sudden, he bites this kid's arm off, and you're like, what? <laughs> And George gets like dragged down and bleeding everywhere. You're like, what the heck? I remember seeing that when that scene comes on for the first, you know, and like, and suddenly Pennywise starts talking. I was like, oh gosh, like I, I know. I wasn't expecting him to talk that like that much and so quick. Hi, Georgie. Like the way he <laughs> said, oh, "Do you man. want him back?" <laughs> He's just so creepy, but like you can see why as a kid you'd be like, <laughs> "This guy's." Funny. I was told not to talk to strangers. Well, I'm Pennywise, the dancing clown. I'm not, not Danger Georgie. And then, Georgie. oh my gosh, I'm and it just gets so horrible so quick. Oh and he gosh. just bites the kid's arm off. I know. And drags him into the gutter. A little kid. You a little watch kid. A little kid just get his arm bitten off. Oh my. So man. terrifying. I looked at Kyle and I was like, oh my. Like, it just. And that's the thing is that. And we focus a lot on we'll focus a lot on this scene just because it is probably the most impactful and biggest scene in the movie because it, it totally sets a precedent for the the rest of the movie. It's like, yep, we're going there. We're watching yeah. little kids getting killed by a clown. You know, you know, it's like yeah. it's a yeah. horrifying movie. So, man, that was oh, that was just horrible. That was brutal. But yeah, yeah, yeah so. it's a, and yeah, it just it's really well. Really well acted, and that little kid is just way too adorable. So it's just hard to even, you know, know showing the the hand reaching out of the gutter and just slowly pulling him in. And then is that when it says it? Is that when it like it has like a huge climactic moment? And then does it just say it or something like that? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. 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 They they did a really good job with that. So yeah, that that scene is just one heck of a way to start a movie off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, and you know, and from there we kind of get the introductions of most of the other characters, and I really, I really liked Bill's character. I thought that you yeah. know he has the uh, perpetual stutter, um, which and... you never see in movies. No, no, and that, that was really interesting as well. Yeah, I really liked that. And then that one scene where he goes, you know, he gets big and noble, and then Richie's like, "Holy crap." He didn't stutter once. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that, that was a really cool scene. Um, but, yeah, so I, I liked Bill's character and the fact that I really liked that scene when he's trying to put together where, where Georgie disappeared and stuff and his dad just freaks out on him. And he's yeah. like, he's dead, you know? Just yep. 
accept it kind of thing. And you try to think about how, how you would react to that situation. Mm -hmm. If you, if you had a kid that was just not giving up on his younger brother, it really, it really portrays parents in a funny way. This movie, it's like Bill's parents are terrible, but then like little Eddie's mom is a psychopath. The girl's dad is like a child molester. Yeah. Total psycho. psycho. Um, yeah. All the adults in this film are just crazy. Yeah, yeah. There's not a single like, there's not a single good scene with an adult in the entire movie. Even the pharmacist, when uh, when Beverly tries to distract I know, him, he's like he seems up like her. really like creepy. Um, yeah, and indoor, and then the uh, um, what's the kid's name? Mike Hanlon, the kid that lives on the farm. Oh yeah, that guy him. that's like you got to put him down, you know, or whatever. Yeah, he's like convincing him to just kill sheep or goats. It was sheep, <sighs> but yeah, it's like. Yeah, there's there's not a single not a single positive adult influence in the entire movie. I know. Yeah, and, and that's that's very interesting too because most movies um, of that genre have a couple of adults too that like mm-hmm. maybe you know they're not grasping onto what's really going on. Like in Stranger Things, it takes Hopper forever to actually like you know say oh my gosh, there is something really weird going on here. You know, yeah. or in E.T., yeah. the mom is just like blissfully ignorant of what the fact that they're hiding an yeah. alien in the attic or alien in uh, Elliot's room. Um, an Indian in the cupboard. An Indian in the cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> like in E.T., the mom's like just, you know, totally naive to the fact that they're hiding an Indian in the cupboard. <laughs> So long since I've seen that movie, Indian. The I haven't seen that movie in a long time. We used to have the little cupboard, though, didn't we? In the little. Yeah, I think we did. The little. Uh, little I never Indian. liked the child actor in that one, though. He was a weird kid. He was a weird looking little, funny, <laughs> goofy little, funny looking little. <laughs> <laughs> he should have played Pennywise. Um, no, oh, uh, but yeah, so the the way that they portray adults is really is really interesting. Um, but so so Bill was good. Let's let's wait until we get to get to the others. But let's just break down a couple of the characters real quick. What do you what do you think of Beverly? How did how did she her uh, character play out for you? At first, not so much. Um, mm-hmm. But as the movie went on, I was totally fine with her. Yeah, she she yeah she definitely uh, she had a little comeback in the movie. Um, one thing that I kind of wanted to highlight just because we're talking about her is I really think this movie did a good job at touching a lot of different themes. And even if you went through characters, you'd probably have different themes for every character. Mm-hmm. You know, her, she she's dealing with bullying at school and what kind of pressures kids deal with on and that bullying front. in a different way than like, than boys have to experience, you know, exactly. Like and then high she goes school home. or middle school girls can be incredibly cruel to each other uh-huh. because like, uh-huh. you know, they're experiencing drastically uh, large differences in their body and, you yep. know, like being called like a slut and being like shamed like that. I mean, it's just, it's just a different type of bullying. Than it's guys a different, yeah, it's you know? a different world. And, and they, they don't, throw that into movies too often. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something that needs to be looked at. And as well as, you know, she goes home to a psychopath father. So, and then, but then there's a lot of other little themes in this movie. You have the kid that goes psycho, which we'll get to. Um, oh, gosh, yeah. You know, there's like a lot of just different types of things in this movie that it touches on. It's crazy. It's, it's, really, it's a really strange film. I like it. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. So I, I really enjoyed Beverly. I thought that she was yeah. good. I really liked the, like, the female dynamic in this group of, like, four, four or five uh, young adolescent boys. Yeah. I mean, they're because they're, what, like, 13 or 14 years old they're supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're, Eighth you know. grade. Yeah, yeah. And, like so, you know, the girl, like, is laying there, like, sunbathing, and they're all just staring at her. Like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. So amazed. <laughs> because it's true. It's it's funny, like, you know, thinking back to when you were at that age, like, like female, suddenly you're like, oh, yeah, girls. You, you know, it's just I like know. it's a new thought. It's something. Hey, that, girls. And then you hit 14, you're like, hey, girls. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They don't have cooties anymore. Um, but so so I really liked that. I thought that was a that was a whole funny, funny deal. Um, yeah. And then and so here, let's talk about let's talk about Ben. The uh, since he kind of had the relationship with Beverly to start off um, with the uh, Marky Mark and the um, or new kids Funky on the bunch. Uh, I was new kids on yeah, the, the block new, is what yeah, I was thinking. Um, but yeah, his obsession with new kids on the block. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. And the relationship that he has yeah. with Beverly to start off. I mean, he was just a really cool character. He's the kid that's sitting at the library, like going over all this stuff. Uh <laughs> moves there doesn't have any friends so he just decides to read all day every day very convenient that he like put all this stuff together but still it was <laughs> i know yeah very convenient. oh i actually they have walk a full... into his room and he's got like the whole like detective outline going on yeah, just posters up on the wall but then the one new kids on the block poster yeah, on the door i love that oh that's great. that was good and so i really liked his character but um yeah they didn't they didn't follow through on anything with him it no, was suddenly not so much. it was suddenly like he just disappeared from being one of the main characters. He was like I felt like it was like Bill, Beverly, and him for a while. And then suddenly like Richie and Eddie stepped up way more and Ben kind of fell to the wayside and he was just another yeah. kid. But also with Ben, man, when those bullies like pinned him down and were cutting cutting the I know. So brutal. I was like, there's no way that I mean, I know this has taken place in nineteen eighty nine, but you can't get away kids with stuff don't like do that. that. You can't do that. You, you would get arrested. You can't stab a kid. Yeah. He like cut like a cross into his stomach and was going to like carve his name into him. It's that so is so up. weird. But yeah. Uh, yeah. That was that was wild. And then he gets cut again in the stomach. I was just like, my goodness, this kid I know, just, just always got cutting the worst his luck. Stomach. Yeah. Yeah. He did have bad luck. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Who is your favorite bad guy kid? <laughs> I think I know. The bad guy kid? I guess there's only like two to pick from, the psychopath and there's the other one. But that that tall, kind of lanky kid with the long hair who had the uh hairspray and the flamethrower thing. Yeah. I I kinda liked that kid. Well, he just went out in such a bad way. That was He did. That was so great. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. You I knew really- it. You knew it as soon as he stepped into that sewer pipe, you're like, uh, they're actually gonna kill somebody off here. Yeah. Like a lot of the main characters they just don't really kill off, you know? Mm-hmm. Besides Georgie, but uh you know, he steps into there and they're like you're like nice. They and have you're so happy to... to see him die, you know? Yeah. It's like yeah. Well, and you know, just a little bit before that, they are carving into the side of uh Ben and it's like, "Oh my gosh, you guys." Yeah. Like Okay, yeah, kill this kill this kid. He deserves kill to die him. A kill him. Death, <laughs> you know? Um yeah. Also, this is something that had I been taking notes during the movie, I would have written down. Um, 
they you know they all start having their visions and stuff of of Pennywise, and Ben goes into the library, goes down there, and some headless dude like follows him throughout the library, and he freaks out and runs out, and then immediately gets picked up by the bullies and gets his side cut, and then falls down a hill and hikes hikes through a stream where he eventually runs into all those kids. How is that not the worst day of your life, man? Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. You see just the scariest vision and then immediately get your sides cut up by a bully, which would be a traumatic experience had you not just had a vision of a demon. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, that was brutal. Gosh. Horrible. Yeah, I was I was going to ask you, actually, this. I mean, I know we're talking about characters, but uh, what was the scariest, like, balloon scene to you? What was the scariest, like, vision to you? Mm. Oh, that's a tough one. Because they all did have, like, pretty pretty freaking scary ones. And that's a big theme in the movie is that Pennywise plays on each of their individual fears. Fear. Um, Eddie's was pretty bad. That's, yeah, that's kind of where I was going with it. I think, I don't know, though. I feel like Bill's was, Bill's was horrible. Yeah. But he also has like the dead brother thing going on. So yeah, that was, that was pretty scary to me. I don't know. They're all pretty bad, man. I would probably they're say all... Eddie's, but yeah, Eddie's is really bad. I would, I'd probably say Eddie's too, just because, oh, you just know it's coming. For some reason, I thought he was going to die too. Dude, I thought, I thought he was going to die too. I, was I really so thought sad. he was dead. I was just like, no, cause he drops his pills in the street you're like, oh no, and he's right in front of that house, mm-hmm. and uh, then that thing. What is it? A leper? Is it a leper? Yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. It, oh man, that whole scene, and then all the balloons raising up. I just didn't think he was gonna get away. Yeah. From that, then he gets away, and you're like, oh. Breathe a Lord. sigh of relief. I know. Gosh. Yeah, I mean, so. What did you think of their, like, individual fears, though? I mean, I think that they did a pretty good job of covering a lot of the bases as far as things that that people should be afraid of. And it kind of created a character dynamic for just about everybody. Um, The only one that – because Mike has his story um, about, you know, his parents being burned alive. And uh, Bill, I think, was – I think Bill's overall fear was accepting that his brother really was dead. And I yep. think that that was yep. probably his thing. Um, Beverly, uh, I think hers kind of goes without saying, and I feel weird about talking about it. So yeah, yep. Um, <laughs> um, yep, 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 yeah, yeah. And Eddie, you know, he's a hypochondriac, and so he gets hit with the leper. Um, but what's what's the what's the other kid's name? Um, the little uh, Jewish kid, Stanley. Stanley. Is it Stanley? Okay. Yeah. I didn't really understand what his fear was. He was just scared of that painting, I think. Yeah, I didn't I didn't really get. I mean, was he was he afraid of I don't know. I I was thinking that they were going to play like um like into him becoming him becoming a man and like what his dad wanted him to be or something yeah, like that. Yeah, the aspirations. That. That, I but think that was kind of the theme of it I think that was he, what it was supposed to be, but they never they didn't really play into it enough to make it make yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, and then also, uh, Ben, I didn't really get what his was a headless dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. They didn't, I didn't really understand what Ben's was either. Um, 
But, you know, whatever. Dude, the scariest part of the film for me is it wasn't even a scary scene. It's when, uh, uh, what's his name? Richie Finn, the kid from Stranger Things, when he's like, like, what's your biggest fear or something like that? And he's like, it's clowns. I hate clowns. And you're like, oh, no. Like, when he says that line, you're just like, oh, dang, dude. That is That's really bummer. unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because there's a clown. <laughs> That's doing all this to the city. Let's so let's talk about Richie though, because I think that's like yeah. who we actually do really want to talk about. Um, yeah. And I I had heard a lot about him being in this movie and what a standout performance he had and how and just how good he was in it. And initially he had kind of some of those shock value jokes of like your mom yeah. jokes and really inappropriate stuff that. I'm like, yeah, it's funny. It's kind of a cheap shot, though, you know? It's just like, yep. of course you're going to make people laugh when you're pulling your mom jokes and saying just, you know, when a 13 or 14-year-old says the most uh, inappropriate thing. It's just, yeah. it's a cheap laugh. But he kept doing it, and you you kind of realize, like, halfway through, you're like, that is his character. He's yeah. just, because we do, everybody knows that guy in the group that just says yep. the most ridiculous stuff all the time. Even and at the just, worst times. Yeah. You hate him, but you love him. You know what I mean? Because yep. he's just, he's just a funny dude. And so it took me a little, it took me a minute, but then you just, oh, you just love Richie so much by yeah, the end. And he just, is by just, far the best character. Like he, he, is, he yeah. was just fantastic. And that kid just does a great job, you know? And it's cool to see him have such a serious role in Stranger Things. And then in this movie, he is just kind of the, kind of the supporting supporting role yeah and he yeah. kills it and he steals yeah, the show that, see, that was the coolest part about it i think you know like when you saw that he got cast in this movie you're like oh man they're just putting the stranger kids you know stranger things kid into this movie because it's a scary movie and it's just gonna be the same thing you know mm-hmm. and then his character is just so much different and he's just like a comedy comedy role and the, yeah he killed it man i thought he did a great job yeah no totally yeah, he he did a fantastic job, and um, I wish I could remember some of the lines he said. Well, half of them we can't even repeat on the podcast. So. I know. <laughs> There's a couple of them though, maybe I don't know. But yeah, him and that little Eddie kid were just too much. Yeah, just way too much bantering back and back and forth from each other. Yeah, yeah. I think, gosh, man, they had. I I can't even remember, but they and were. Finn's- they- well, Finn's scene too, the the clown room thing and well, coming out of the casket. That's what I was going to bring up because um so I mean we we moved through all all the stuff that happens in the beginning and everybody's kind of had their everybody's kind of had their moment where they they saw it and they had their vision mm-hmm. and then they all meet up and they kind of reveal that they have all had visions and he's you know, Richie says something like you know do only uh do only virgins have visions or something oh, like that Oh I know that? yeah you're like gosh but then he goes on uh and you know you realize that he he's afraid of clowns, and you're like, oh yeah. man, he's gonna get it the worst. Yeah, he's gonna get and it the so worst. So they try to they try to you know conquer their fear and go visit Pennywise um, or whatever. And he gets locked in that room, and he's like, oh crap. Like I yeah. loved that scene just because he knows we all knew it was coming, and he knew it yeah. was coming too. And he knows you know? he's like, ah, oh, here we go. Yeah, and that's. And that it just it was so effective. That that scene yeah, was fantastic. Brilliant. So Yeah, rising up out of the casket, you're like, Oh no. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
Oh man, and like the little the little replica, like the little doll version of him was just so well placed. Like oh, so funny. And that's and that's what I loved about his character was that his, you know, his biggest fear was also really funny too. Like yeah. you couldn't help but laugh a little bit when that happened. And but that whole that whole scene, man, because that's that's the point in the movie where I don't know how far that was in, like an hour and a half or something like that. Um, it was at least an hour twenty twenty five into the movie. It was that, yeah that they like went there. to go visit that house, and so I was like, oh okay, like we're we're getting closer to the end. This is and, gonna be the yeah. This is gonna be the finale, and then it wasn't. And then Eddie falls down, like breaks his arm, which was just uh-huh. so brutal. And Pennywise uh-huh. is like, it's just not real enough for you, Billy. Like oh man, that was weird man yeah his acting is just weird it's like not it's like it's good acting but you're just like gosh you play the creepiest weirdest thing i've ever seen yeah it's just like it's so weird to look at you're just like gosh what are you yeah like a weird little funny looking Yeah, yeah, no, so. he was he was super creepy in that scruffy scene. Scruffy headed nerf herder. Scruffy you know? headed scruffy looking nerf herder. But yeah, I that was that was scary. But um and then, you know, they stab him in the face and uh then they all break up and they decide to go their own way. And uh I thought that was kind of a interesting part in the movie. And that's and that's where like I thought this movie was really awesome, but there was also parts of it that I just thought we're a little convenient. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like that's yeah. that's when Bill and Richie decide to get in a tiff and like and just hate each other kind of for no reason. You know what I mean? I know. Like I didn't yeah. I didn't really get that. And then also, I mean, just storytelling wise, and I mean I know that this is based off of uh based off a of Stephen King novel and so you gotta you know, respect respect the writing. I've never read it, so I have no idea. But um, there are some. I won't repeat some of the stuff from it, but there's some really weird things about that novel that, like, he was like. I think there's a reason why this movie was so in depth and like dirty, in a way, because Stephen King wrote some pretty messed up things in that mm-hmm. novel. You should take a look at like just like I, I didn't read it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love how I go on these rants about things. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> the novel but, uh, is pretty crazy, actually. Uh, I didn't. I did the Spark Notes, but um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it, yeah, it's there's some really weird things, like messed up things about it. If you look it up, yeah, yeah. Um, but I thought it. I thought it was really convenient that none of the kids die. And yeah, I mean, did anybody even die after? Uh, after that one bully gets killed? I don't think so. I mean, the the kid kills his dad, you know. You see some people die randomly, but I don't think anybody gets taken by it. And yeah, killed. the Beverly's dad, she kills kills him, and then uh, that one kid kills his dad, and then uh, whatever that – was the bad kid's name Wyatt? Or – I don't – I can't remember. Yeah. Um, but he, uh, he falls down that well and stuff. Um, but, and so two people die, but like Pennywise doesn't actually kill anybody after that. And that's, and that's where at a certain point in the movie, I stopped being scared because I wasn't really that worried about many of the main exactly. characters because I, exactly. I just knew that they were going to all stay alive until the end, you know? And so, and so that was, that was one of those things. I mean, it was still a really good movie and it was still pretty scary all the way through, but, um, 
I wasn't I wasn't that fearful for any of the main characters after a certain point because yeah. I was like, oh, they're all making it through. Dude, that's same here, man. People kept in the theater that I was in, people kept freaking out and closing their eyes and stuff. I actually had heard from a coworker before I went that there's really not that much like jump scare moments. Because um, there really isn't. There's the one where the Beverly's in the bathroom and she turns around and he's right there. Yeah. That one kind of got me. But uh, there really isn't. So the entire time I made like a little deal with myself that I wasn't going to close my eyes. Um, and yeah, you're totally right. After a certain point, you're just like, okay, well, I kind of know what to expect here. It's not going to get too jumpy. There, I might see some pretty messed up things, um, really weird things, but I think we're going to be okay. Yeah, I mean, after the, after the visions, and especially after Georgie's death, I mean, that's really as bad as it got. And so there yeah, wasn't there yeah, wasn't that, that much that was that was that scary after that. But um, I mean, but that's not to say the end, the end of the movie was was fantastic. I mean, yeah, it was when it Beverly was. ends up getting abducted by Pennywise. Um, she kills her dad and gets taken. And then they, the guys all rally to go, to go save her. Um, and, and from there, I mean, that, that ending of the whole movie was so, Gosh. it, it was, it was less part of a scary movie and just part of a really good, like fantasy movie. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, totally. It turned into just something else entirely. And that's, and I really appreciated that because it was a horror movie, but man, it Harry was. Harry Potter it, Chamber of Secrets. Yeah, totally. No, it really was. It was totally something like that. So I, I really enjoyed that. Um, and, but I mean, what do you, what do you think about uh, Pennywise's whole agenda here? So he's pretty much just stealing kids and, uh, Stealing kids and sucking sucking the life out of them and feeding on them for twenty seven years and then comes back. Yeah, is it twenty seven? Yeah, twenty seven years. Yeah, 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 and then comes back. You know. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so I mean, that was that was fairly interesting. I mean, I just really like what his agenda was. It was just kind of funny, but yeah, that the ending scene, man, when he. When she like starts to make the run for it, kind of looks in and how he lives in like a circus trailer and stuff, you know, you kind of see they didn't go into his backstory too much, which uh, I heard that there was a scene that was cut from the movie that had a lot of his backstory revealed. But hopefully in the sequel, um, we'll get more of that because, man, I'd love to learn about where in the heck he comes from. I mean, obviously a circus that something happened to it and he terrorized he's terrorized the town ever since or something like that but um yeah man i mean like that scene when the little box car opens up and he's doing the dance that whole thing and then he jumps from the box car over to her it's just like gee whiz man yeah i don't know yeah super well acted that entire last scene is really great yeah no i hear you man it was it was super 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 good, and um, I think the the one the one part I wanted to bring up about that last scene, I mean, there's there's a lot to bring up, but um, first off, when the bully dies, how awesome was yeah. that? Oh, so good, so good, relieving. I know, and I love because that. the thing is though, he is just psycho. He He's, goes completely psycho, and it kind of sucks that all that happened to him was that he fell down a well. Because he, you deser- see him he deserved die. to have such a horrible death, man. Because he was he was a bad dude. He I was mean, just at first you're like, okay, this kid's cutting, but maybe he'll have you know, he cut the kid, that's terrible enough. So but maybe he'll have some resolve or something like that. But then he just turns out to be like just a complete psychopath. 
and just murders his dad and goes, you know, and I don't know. That really, like, threw me off. I was just like, geez, like, who is this kid? You know, I didn't even really need him in the movie too much because they were doing it. And then all of a sudden, they're just showing this kid just be a complete, <laughs> a complete, yeah, psycho. Yeah. So, you yeah. know. So he he deserved worse than falling down a well, honestly. Absolutely, he deserved he deserves a shark, bite him in half. Yeah, he deserves a. He saw. deserves Sammy J's Sammy J's death in Deep Blue Sea. Mm, I feel like that'd be pretty quick. Yeah, maybe. He deserved <laughs> he deserved a Pennywise death, is what I was thinking. Yeah, but, sorry, I just like Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> <laughs> you're just still on that. The guy that did the the music for uh, Remember the Titans. I am. You're still on That's that funny. kick. I'm still on that Deep Blue Sea kick. Who was that? Is that Alan Silvestri or? Oh no, it wasn't Alan. You messed with my bird. You messed with my bird. <laughs> LL Cool J. Oh my gosh. We used to love that scene. I love that line. So good. Uh, anyway, but yeah, yeah. So I think I completely agree with you. I think the ending was really well done. The one thing though. That uh, my girlfriend kind of shamed me afterwards because I guess I was being dumb about it. But for some reason, I thought when he crawled into the hole at the very end, all those kids that were floating were going to, like, return to life. And oh, like, dude, me uh, too. No, You I'm, thought that too? Yeah, no, don't don't feel bad about that because I thought the same exact thing. I was like, oh, and then they're all going to be awake now. And Georgie's going to come back <laughs> yeah. and stuff. And then they just, they're all dead. They're, that's, not, that's not what happens. <laughs> yeah, all, no, very, very not happy ending. He but. killed everybody. I thought the same thing though. I did. I was like, maybe they'll all come back to life. Yeah, Leanna was like, no, they're no, they were all dead. You didn't get that? <laughs> they all died. I was like, no, I didn't. I'm sorry. Um, no. how about that Stanley kid getting getting his face sucked? That was yeah. I thought he that was, was gonna die. Really, really I he was scary. Gone. Yeah. Man, that was that was horrifying. And then like, he has the marks on his face. You're just like, gee whiz. What would that be like? I know. Gosh, he's That'd just going to. That'd be the worst thing to experience ever. I know. And then, like, and the way he's like, you guys left me. I hate you guys. You guys aren't my friends. And, like, they all just, like, surround him and, like, totally support him. And I really, I don't know. It was a good demonstration of friendship at the end there. I really liked that. Yeah, it was. So, that was a good thing. Good yeah. deal. That was, that was really good. Um, And then, yeah, and then they just freaking go to town on Pennywise, and they just absolutely destroy him. Yeah. We're not afraid of you anymore. You hear me? I'm not afraid anymore. We're they pull not him afraid. A, they pull a Macaulay Culkin from Home yeah. Alone 1, and they're you just not me? afraid of him. Yeah. And I How do it. the parents forget a kid at a house not once, but twice? Or lose a kid? You know, <laughs> that's something in Home Alone 1 that... I feel like everything could have been solved so much faster. You know what I mean? Like, how hard is it to tell? Like, wouldn't the police, you'd be like, no, seriously, you just got to go and, like, go into my house. There's there's a kid there, please. Yeah, go knock on the door. He'll probably answer and just, you know. You got to break in. Like, my kid's alone. Get my kid. My kid kid by himself, please. We'll transfer some money. We'll fly him out here and figure it out or something. Yeah, that was... Oh, or man. call a friend that lives I, in the neighborhood and be like, hey, you know, hey, Nancy, would you go check on Kevin? Yeah. We left him. It's like they tried to do that, but then everybody's out of town. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Home Alone. It's a fantastic movie. One of my favorites. Love it. Watching every Christmas. But a lot of, a lot of plot we'll holes. Probably, we'll probably... Ta- I mean, 
We'll probably end up talking about Home Alone 1, yeah. Well, the thing is with Christmas movies, especially since we're only going to be doing like three of them or something, I mean, December's going to be a busy month, that's going to be hard to pick which movies to talk about. Yeah, um, we'll have years to, I mean, you know, there's always next year too. Yeah, there's always but, next year, year after. So we'll eventually get to it. I don't know about this year, but I'm pulling maybe. pretty hard for John McClane this year, so. Die hard. Die hard, baby. Are um, we gonna do, Are we going to do the second one? <laughs> uh, I was thinking uh, Live Free or Die Hard, the new one. Live Free, Die Hard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but, yeah, Live Free, okay. Yeah, the, um, yeah the, ending, the ending of it was just fantastic, though. So. Yeah, I loved it, and they, uh, you know, he he crawls back into a hole or whatever. Doesn't you know he doesn't die? Yeah, that and that's what I see. I didn't know that. I thought this was a standalone thing. I didn't realize oh, that this okay. was going to be part of a series because I didn't remember that from the old one. That like part of a big part of the old one was them getting older and going back and having to fight it again. You know, yeah. so that will that will be really interesting to see what happens with the second one. That'd I guarantee be, that one's going to be pretty darn gruesome. Yeah, that one will be sweet. Yeah, it's adults. Yeah, because it's ex- it's big boys. And they can they can really because people really like this movie and so I think people are gonna really focus on what the characters were like initially in this one so yep. it'll be fun to see what people see see how the characters pan out you know maybe Ben I've will grown be, up. Ben will be just so successful or something and like so yep. good looking you know something like that so Bradley I that, Cooper yeah yeah exactly it could be really funny um, but yeah overall I I thought that it was I thought it was, I thought it was fantastic. You know, I was, they make the little blood packed at the end too, and gosh, that's exactly what Kyle and I looked at each other, and I was just like, AIDS. <laughs> you know? I know, man. I would <laughs> never do that. Like that is, especially well, little Eddie agreeing to do that. Like you can get past your hypochondria thing, you know, for so long, but then being like, let's cut our hands and merge our blood. It's like. Buddy, buddy, buddy. That's pushing the line. Not good, guys. Really not good. So. You guys all just got something. Yeah. Well, it's just, you know, AIDS epidemic was just like at its height in 1989. So, um, yeah. Rubbing your hands together with somebody else's blood. Not the best. Not the smartest idea, kids. <laughs> uh, but anyway, anyway, so, yeah. Really, it was a funny, funny ending. But I'm, I'm really excited for whatever they come up with next because that was... That was a fantastic scary movie, and I'll yep. definitely, definitely be rewatching that one. That might end up being one of those movies that, uh, come like Halloween time, I might return turn to it that on. one like every yep. every year or something. So I'll turn yeah. it on. <laughs> I'll watch it. Uh, turn it on. Um, yeah. So, um, but I mean, to go to the standard question, uh, is this movie better or worse? Than School of Rock. It's not. It's not as good. It's not as good. Not even close to as good as School of Rock. But. You put oh, Jack, Jack, you put Black. Jack Black as Pennywise. Yeah, you put Jack Black as Pennywise. There's no way you can stop. The dancing clown. Something. I don't know. Boom. Big old red balloon. Big old explosion. Big old red balloon. Uh, Oh, God. I'm just actually picturing. Dude, that should be like a spoof. If Jack Black dressed up as Pennywise. and If they still did the MTV Movie Awards videos. It would be really good. It would be really good. 
be yeah, hilarious. That Jack be. Black popping up in a gutter. I mean, oh, that'd just be I hilarious. can just picture it honestly right now, and it's so funny. Just picturing it, I think, is probably all we're gonna get, and it's enough. Mm-hmm. Just hold hold true to that picture in your head because that's pretty funny. Yeah. No, I I agree. It'll be. That you would put be Freddie Jones, uh, maybe as Bill. You know what? Actually, Schneebly, like the actual Schneebly, he could probably pull off Pennywise too. He could be a good. He kind of looks like Pennywise. I know, just without, in a weird way. Yeah, he does. Like that, <laughs> the face. <laughs> David's trying to mimic his face right now. Can't do it. Bottom lip is the not, sound effects. not agreeing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what are you doing with your face um yeah so you know jack black pennywise could be great could be it great. could have been great the the biggest what if of uh of 2017 so yeah there you anyway go. that's it that's it <laughs> You guys want to uh check us out on social media we always like to shout that out um we have an instagram professor podcast uh find us on soundcloud that's our main platform that's probably how you're listening right now i'd imagine uh and then also facebook we are on uh facebook at professor jones um we're trying to you know get ourselves out there so please uh if you like our movie podcast and you listen to some of these episodes Obviously, we do a lot of different movies, so maybe some episodes pique your interest uh, a little more. But if there's something that you really like, please share it. Um, share it to some friends that, that might be interested. Um, it helps us. We're just trying to get our podcast out there. So um, Anyway, I'm, uh, I'm on Instagram. I do some funny skits sometime. I'm at Daniel Hunter Jones. Um, and I know Dave's on Instagram. Um, what's I think Instagram it's Dave is? T. Dave TJ twenty three. I Dave TJ twenty three. I think yeah. I've seen. Yeah, that is because those are my initials, and then twenty three is Michael Jordan's number. So and he <laughs> twenty three is Michael Jordan's number, and he's awesome. Uh, it's Dave TJ twenty three. It's my initials, and because Michael and twenty three is Michael Jordan's awesome. I've done twenty three for a lot of stuff since I was very little because that was Michael Jordan's number. So, um, but yeah, feel free Best to of all feel time. free to look us up and feel free to support us. Please like, share, and uh, subscribe. So, thank you very much, guys. Um, but thanks a lot for thanks a lot for listening. We'll see y'all next week, living our lives quarter mile at a time. And if I don't see you. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night, Georgie. Georgie?